What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code STACK, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. It seems as if all of Arden was not completely destroyed. There were survivors, my father and some of the dwarves among them. He's terribly injured. I believe, Jarrett, you said he's lost an arm? He has. So I just remember my dad. I remember him fighting someone, and I remember him getting hurt. I remember something slamming into me, into my chest, and I remember him giving me my spoon and telling me to run because he was still alive. Wait, your father was still alive? No, my father said to me, run because he's still alive. Oh, the one he was fighting with. I think so. Wamberbash, do you remember who was fighting your father? It's fuzzy. I remember him having a mask. I wonder if my dad was trying to protect me and that's why he was in my room, or maybe the guy was coming after me. But a piece of his um, finger gauntlet was on the floor in the room still. I hear someone sometimes. I don't know who it is. I thought it was my dad, but I don't think it is because when I talk to my dad in the room and I remember the things that came to mind, It's not him, it's something else, it's someone else. And how do you suppose I I enter Arden? Do you have to have that around your head? It's a part of me. Arden is a desolation. Charred timbers and blackened stones huddle in moldering clumps where proud homes once stood. A tangible silence hangs over the once peaceful village. 
The fitful breeze whispering up the valley stirs rank grass that has grown tall in the absence of people after the battle. And there at the back of the crowd is Finulf, and he has a huge smile on his face. Tira, come here. What are you waiting for, girl? Come here! And she just... <laughs> and she's gonna run forward and just almost knock him down, I guess. But I think tonight we will have something special. Perhaps we will have a feast in the mines and invite the humans. I think that's a wonderful idea. I definitely feel like celebrating. But perhaps you would like to come and refresh yourselves back at the mine and we can find something more suitable for a feast for you to wear. But here we are at last. Here is the changing room. And he opens this door and inside there's, well, there's the entrance to the, to the room. And the door swings shut behind you, and a heavy bar drops into place. Father, what? Open this door. What's going on? I want to know what has happened to you. If you choose to hold on to something like this, with everything that we have lost, your brothers, your sisters, your kindred, you might as well have killed them yourself. How can you say that to me? You have no idea what I've gone through since I left here! I know enough. Hello Stackers, welcome back to another episode. Before we get started, I wanted to mention that friend and stacker John has been working with his two children to get an actual play show of their own off the ground. As far as I can tell, they're on track for a release of their first episode on the 15th of January. So if you're interested in supporting a brand new show of family play, go follow John on Twitter at John underscore Dahlstrom. We'll, we'll put that in our show notes so you can just click on the link. Or the underscore DM underscore dad. And again, we'll put it in the notes. I don't know if they've come up with a name for the show yet. He was polling for a name for the show earlier in the week. Uh, but once they get that settled, I'm sure it'll be very soon. Consider following him and you'll be able to keep up to date with the latest developments of their progress in making this happen. And I'm really excited. I'm ready to listen to what they have put together. If you want to contact us about anything related to our show and about D&D in general, contact us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We want to thank you for joining us as we return to the table and continue our ongoing 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbesh Bensonmum. And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Excellent. The echoes of the slamming door ring through this chamber, and you can hear Finulf's grumbling voice as his heavy footsteps recede into the distance. You find yourself in a roughly 20 by 20 foot room, the walls, the floor, the ceiling are all made of heavy stone. There are bars on the door. The door seems to be made out of a heavy heartwood of oak, so it's very dense. And there you are. Is this a joke? Unfortunately, I think not. <sighs> I knew it was too good to be true. I had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Nothing was matching up with what Jarrett told me. In his account of, of the state of things here, of the state my father was in, I should have known. Ugh! Did he just tell her and not us? 
I think he was speaking through the he bars. He spoke through the bars, it. yeah. No, but I mean, I'm talking about what Jarrett said about about his condition. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. But we kind of we kind of talked about it. She related bit. to you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. on the ship on our way here. We have to get out of here. Like, right now. Farron is quiet right now because she is livid. She is so angry that they're judging her and that Tira's father would do something like this. She's trying to hold back the anger, but she's getting real hot. And and Farron can get real hot-headed sometimes. So she's... Over there brewing. Her blood's starting to boil and... It's getting hot in here. Is it just me or... (laughs) It's getting kind of warm in here. How big is this room? This room is... uh, This room is kind of small, isn't it? We're all right in here for now, Bash. Just... It's just hot in here. Um, Now that you have a chance to take stock of the room, there are a couple empty cabinets that line the walls. They seem to be built into the walls. Uh, They are also made of thick wood, and they gave the impression of it being a wardrobe, like, like your father had said. That's but why you said they're empty? Yeah, they're empty. The doors are slightly ajar, and there's nothing in them. Uh, there are maybe a few discarded pieces of ragged cloth. This may have been a room that was used as a storage room for mining tools as this part of the delve was being constructed. Um, I'm just going to try the door. Let me just, I'm sure, let me just see if I can open up the Open up the door. Okay, Bash, Bash, it's going to be all right. You're not going to be able to open that door. Was this room here when I lived here? If it was, you did not come this way very often. All right, but um, in looking at the fittings for the door, or even around the walls of the room, does my stone cunning... Give me any, do I, do I notice anything that maybe the other two don't see or that I could see anything that would help us escape? Give me a roll. And to use your stone cunning, you're going to use your history, intelligence history score. <sighs> Thank you for including intelligence, which is my <laughs> lowest one. Okay. And you're going to double your proficiency bonus on it. Ooh, making it two. <laughs> your proficiency bonus. Oh, this? Yes. But Bam. I don't, I don't. Have anything blacked in? That doesn't matter. Sweet. This is a one-off for dwarves. Um, Even if you are not proficient in history, you're considered, for stone cunning checks, you're considered proficient. Understood. Doubly so. (gasps) She goes blind. (laughs) Say it. I got a one. I (laughs) refuse. I got a one. This is my... Thing that shouldn't <laughs> count every time I'm doing a check on something that is my thing. It goes horrible. And I'm like, why do you make me do checks? I should just get it. <laughs> the dice have spoken. <laughs> is that a seven? I'm sure that's a seven. Well, I mean. I'm looking at the seven from here. <laughs> that's not the seven. And I don't get to add anything because it's a one, do I? It's a critical fail. Crit fail. You poke your eye out in one of the cabinets. <laughs> I fall forward and all my teeth fall out. No, actually, you are so distraught by everything that you're not you're looking, but you're not looking. One of those kinds of things. So it's like you're going through the motions and you're just fuming so much. You're you're thinking more about your father's parting words than you are about trying to figure out what's going on here. Mm-hmm. 
I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. Bash, I know. I'm trying. All right. Farron's going to break down, y'all. She's just going <laughs> to let it go. She's just going to let it go. And she's just like, and like lets this whole firebolt out of her mouth as she yells at the door. Oh, nice. I like the picture. But we just need to make sure it actually works. Oh, she'll roll a 20. <laughs> um, this, nah, really? <laughs> That's not how it's historically been. How does this work? It's fire bolt. Does it say you do an, a ranged attack? Uh, yes, okay. ranged spell attack. Okay, so go ahead and what is your spell modifier? Five. Spell okay. attack bonus is five. Okay, so you will add five to whatever you roll. Okay. 18 plus five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And how much damage? Uh, 1d10. I got it. Okay. Well, actually, go ahead and roll. I'm like, how come? What? Why? Did you roll high? No. I'll <laughs> <laughs> roll a 10. Why don't you try it? You know what? <laughs> you already rolled. Why don't we take what you did? I rolled a two. I'll take it. <laughs> you, rolled, you rolled a one? <laughs> no. What? You, you go ahead and do the damage. He's mean today, y'all. <laughs> well, well a, little, a little, a little. Where's um, the lie? <laughs> a little sliver of the door was hanging off. That burnt. <laughs> <laughs> a splinter it was like. <laughs> like I said, this door is made out of that thick heart of an oak tree, and so the fire just kind of blackens a little bit the surface, but really doesn't do much damage to it. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go nuts then. I'm going to do also, I'm going to do lightning at the door. My be- I can see him like Mr. Furious. Uh, in, the roof! <laughs> but how does that work exactly? Because this has to save on a... Okay. Yeah, the door I, has I, to save. I will roll with disadvantage because it's inanimate object. Actually, that's a good question. Okay, here it is. Uh, my, 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 I changed my, because I added those other things. I was like, I can't even find my stuff. Okay, I found it. Um, yeah, so it is um, an action. Your target, a creature, you can see within 90 feet of you. The target must succeed on a dexterity, dexterity saving throw or take a 1d8 acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder damage. Your talent increases 1d8 when you reach level 5 and 11 and 17. So I would be 2d8 if I succeed. So it doesn't say an object? Well, it doesn't say object, but, um, I mean, if I shoot an object with my lightning, something should happen. One would think. Of course, one would also think that a dwarf who was raised in the dungeon <laughs> and had stone cunning and uh, Well, you had to open your eyes first to see, Mary. <laughs> I know, you have to... you have your glasses? Sorry, Tira. <laughs> she put on the blast shield helmet. <laughs> what the blast shield did? Use the supposed force. To see <laughs> Your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. Tangent. I, it's going to be an opposed check. Okay. So what is your DC, spell 15. DC? 15. Okay. The lightning does about the same thing. Go ahead and roll for damage. Ooh. <laughs> 12. 12. Okay. Bluish white streaks of lightning burst from you again from your mouth. Is yes. that it? Yeah. So you're both mouth breathers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should cross the street and see what happens. 
it hits the wood and crackles up it and basically heads for the iron bars that form the bars in the door. And so it reads around those and just kind of crackles up and down and then dissipates throughout the darkness beyond. But it does leave a crack up the door? No. Oh. So you're saying it leaves a crack. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So you're saying there's a crack. (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Somewhat uncharacteristically for Tyr at this point, she's going to kind of run one for and say, guys, guys, stop it. This is not going to help our cause. If we bust out of here magically, what do you think my father's going to say about that? Well, we could just sit here and starve. I want you to take inspiration. What? Okay. For thinking of that. That, that was very well thought. You just feel bad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thanks, I'll take it. Okay, yeah, how are you going to follow that up? Or is that it? Oh, okay, so did you actually say we could just stay here and starve, or was that you just kind of commenting? Did no, actually I actually s- said it. Okay. I know my father, and he's not really acting like himself right now, but he's not going to let us stay here and starve. I can't think now, but there'll be a way. Just give me a minute. I'm just going to kind of start pacing around. Wamberbash is freaking out. Because of the claustrophobia? Yes, he is going to spend seven psi points. Wait. <laughs> How, is there a gap between the bottom of the door and the floor? The answer should be yes, obviously, because the door wouldn't be able to open otherwise. How big is that gap? It's about a half to a quarter inch off the floor. Okay. Wamberbash immediately shrinks down to one inch tall. Using uh, microscopic form, seven side points. Okay, one moment. Our dwarf cat's going to come out and eat you, apparently. I'm actually just <laughs> thinking of Warmer Bash being an inch tall, and then like he's running, like sprinting, yeah. but it takes him like <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> just like in Night, Night at the Museum. Yeah, Night at the Museum, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, okay, um... You just died. You shrink, but something seems to shift. The world seems to rock a little bit underneath you as you do so. And your feet sink into the stone of the floor. And then you stop. You're basically immobilized there. You're still one inch tall, but you are now fixed into the floor. But it doesn't say anything. In that no, it doesn't say anything there. Do we, You won't reveal it? Now, was that an attack of sorts? Was what an attack? Whatever happened just happened to me. No. So nothing happened. No, no damage whatsoever. No attack. It's just you shifted down to the small form, and now you are stuck in the floor. Your feet. Okay. My first thought was, oh, they've like magically entered into this room, but my dad hates magic, and they don't really even know about magic exactly. So it can't be that the room is enchanted, or it shouldn't be. So I have no idea what to happen to then. And are you saying that his feet are actually encased in the stone? Yeah, imagine like if, like, cemented like if you put your feet in a in a foot bath. It's it's like that, you know. It's just his feet only up to his ankles is stuck in. It's encased, like you said, in cement. Uh, it's encased what? in the floor. All right, can oh, grief. <laughs> if nothing else, obviously. Well, um, I, th- I think what happened is because you. I mean, I didn't make any announcement. My clothes and gear just went. <laughs> Onto the floor. Yeah. So they're puddled around you. Yeah. You're, you're oh, good lost. night, Gus. So I see him go, but I've seen him do this before. Mm-hmm. Go but, down to small size. So I will but understand. Only, but about this time. I know, but, I mean, but, I've, but I've seen you go down yeah. little. So I mean, I'm not going to assume, oh, he disappeared or he died or whatever. I'm going to be like, oh, no. 
because I, you know, just been with you for a while. So <laughs> these things happen. So um, Tira's going to kind of dive over to the pile of clothes and try and move them off and then I guess get down on her knees, hands and knees, so I can see him. Uh-huh. You see a giant face looming over you. <laughs> I feel better because the room is bigger. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I don't know why I'm naked and my feet are stuck in Well, you know why you're naked. I mean, you know what I mean? But I'm just like, I'm sitting here like, what am I? So I'm just going to... Bash, what happened to you? <laughs> All right, let's hear the small voice. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get out of here so badly that I just sprung down and I tried to run, but my feet got stuck. <laughs> and you can see him like pulling at his knee. <laughs> okay, stop, stop. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I can, I literally cannot think of why that happened. Yeah, and I don't know what to do either because uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, dude, because if you grow back up, what's that going to do? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you return to your normal Will it side, just crush my feet? Or- no kidding. Because then, then the next thing I thought was, before you said it was like literally encased like in cement blocks, my thought was, well, it's kind of porous. And so your little bitty baby feet just kind of fall into but little I'm holes. A, but, it's, but that's not it yeah, either. I'm an They're inch. like literally, I, mean, I don't mean like microscopically yeah. porous. But you know how some rocks are porous? There's another sensation of the earth shaking. Oh, heavens. And you're popped free. What? <laughs> how long does your tininess last? Ten minutes. Okay. That's it. Okay. I pop free and I'm going to say, yippee. <laughs> Huzzah. No, oh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start running for the door. Okay. You run for the door. Okay. And when I come up to the, you said it was a half an inch to a quarter of an inch? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, I can squeeze into things about one inch across without squeezing. So I'm going to lay down and just like roll. Crawl. Yeah. I'm just going to roll under the door. Bash, what are you doing? I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get us out of here. Wait, how? I'm under the door. Oh, my word. When I roll under the door out to, out to, what do I see when I'm on the other side of the door on the front floor when I, when I look side to side? You find yourself in a hallway, again, with that fine dwarven construction. The passageway seems to slant slightly upward to your right. Okay. And slightly downward to your left. Are there guards? There are no guards stationed here. However, you do hear motion and activity coming from your right. Do I see a lock on the door? Is there, is there a key entry or a key lock or anything? There is a substantial bar, and then there is some intricate mechanism that is holding it in place. I see. And I see no keys hanging on a wall or anything Correct. like that. And where, it's from the right, you said I heard it? Yes. So as you're standing in front of the door, looking out of the room, to your right. I am going to go check out what that commotion is to the right. Okay. You make your way still in your small state. Mm -hmm. Your little feet are slap, slap, slapping on the floor. (laughs) And it seems to take an eternity. You manage to go about 100 yards. (laughs) What? (laughs) I didn't give a time. It just seems like it's a long... (laughs) Three hours later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just seems to be further away. It's hard for you to judge distance here. It's... So a substantial distance away. Okay, so I'm exhausted. Um, let's see. I am going to continue on toward that 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 sound. Just leaving us there. Okay, Tira and Farron, you are back in the room listening to your heart's beat. <sighs> I'm I lean under the door and try to. I'm tr- I don't know where Bash is. So I'm like yeah. Bash, Bash. What do you see, <sighs> Bash? Farron, no I th- answer. Yeah, <laughs> Farron. I think it's a fairly good bet that Bash 
either we won't be able to hear him now because he's so small, or he's not by the door anymore. He's claustrophobic. He doesn't like small spaces. So I'm assuming that he got out of there or out of this room and has taken off, hopefully, in search of a way to get us out of here, too. I doubt he's near enough to where he could hear you or, or we him at this point. We him. We. <laughs> a we a him. We man. <laughs> that was a pun. <laughs> so what do you suggest that we do? Guys, I From seriously like have about? no idea. You just took off. Well, yeah, and, and, and I didn't even tell us what you were doing or what yeah, you were I, I mean, I feel like we should I should take my um tools out and score in a one for the first day. No kidding. <laughs> the stone. Day one. <laughs> Wait a minute, with the proper application of strength and the proper leverage. Mm-hmm. Do we have <laughs> a snatch- lift free? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a snatch block? <laughs> <laughs> you can make a snatch block. You, you start you start. <laughs> Breathe fire on a stone and start metalwork. <laughs> gonna make a pickaxe. <laughs> yeah, what side of the door are the hinges on? Is it on our side? Maybe I'm we guessing can it's on the Move the hinges. Can you imagine? Well, if only my stone cunning could have told us that. <laughs> but evidently. So Tira has been sort of restlessly pacing the room kind of trying to keep it together, but with Bash gone and both or neither of their um, spells did any damage to the door that would be helpful, the full weight of her father's sudden change in demeanor towards her uh, after everything that they went through, the, 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 the range of emotions she's been through in the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Is there like a bench along a wall or something? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, restlessly pacing uh, throughout the room until I am across uh, right in front of a bench. And then Farron says, what do you suggest we do? And she's just going to sink down. I don't know. But she has to perform a check before she sits down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you miss the bench and fall on your ball and crack the tailbone. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna, just going to sink down onto the bench and stare blankly ahead and say, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Womber Bash, you are trucking along. And you can come out of this at any time, right? Yeah. Okay. A dark form suddenly looms in front of you. I'm going to skip, go off to one side of the wall and like, you know, lean up against it basically. Okay. So I'm kind of like out of the Yeah, I can see you floor. tumble to the side yeah, yeah, yeah. and you do the cronk. So happy I wasn't awake for this. And you see that the figure is actually quite a bit taller than a dwarf. Is it Jarrett? You hear him muttering under his breath, but he presses on by you and down the hall towards the direction you just came from. Do I see a light or something of where he might have come from? Uh, There is light somewhere in the distance in the direction he came from. You can see that he is moving without light, and he's kind of trailing his fingers along the wall as he goes. So he is obviously not somebody that can see in the dark like Tira. I see. There's something of a familiar scent about him. Hey. (laughs) Hey, you. The footsteps stop, and you hear a sharp intake of breath. Who is that? Who are you? Where are you? I can't see. What is your name? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm Chiswick. Who are you? It's Womberbash. It's Womberbash. Womberbash? Where are you? I can't see anything. 
it's not important right now. There's a there's a door down this hallway. Tira and my friend is held cap- captive there. Can you get them out? Can you lead me? Wamberbash gets rid of microscopic form <laughs> and appears to him as a naked man. <laughs> in you, the dark. Yeah, you are in a dark tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right over this way. It, they're, they're, they're in here. Oh, they, what happened to your voice? I, I'll explain it later. You got to help me get them out. Okay, I, I, we were right. shut in there. Just lead the way. All right, so you make your way down the hallway. Wait a minute, it was like three feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I was running all day. <laughs> you make your way down, and at last you feel the smooth surface of the wood under your fingers. It's right here. It's right here. You hear Womber Bash's voice outside. Bash? Hey, hey, listen, I- I'm with Chiswick. We're going to try to get you out of here. What? Chiswick? Okay, I can make things out. Um, ooh, this is, this is a piece of work here. Um, Tira, I'm afraid you're going to have to walk me through this. Do you know anything about locking mechanisms? Oh, no. Good heavens. Whatever you do, don't roll. I don't know, do I? Um. Why don't you give me a check? (laughs) (laughs) You asked for it, man. I don't think necessarily you do. I mean, it's. I was never really involved in the in the construction of the of the locks and the and the doors. In what a rudimentary lathe. <laughs> okay, well, Womberbash, let's see if we can puzzle this out. And so the two of you get your fingers in there, and and there are little levers and and things that you're pushing aside. And at long last, some one of you moves something, and there's a click, and that metal thing just kind of falls away. Yes. Chizik says, "I don't think we can make that happen again." Here, help me with this. And you work together to lift that bar out of place. And it swings up and latches into place in an upright position. And the door is finally open. Yes. Wamberbesh runs in, gets his stuff, and gets out of there. He doesn't want to be in that room. Okay. All right, Tira's going to step forward into the doorway and look up into Chizik's face. And I can't believe you're here. We walked through the town, and I thought for sure everybody had been killed. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you, too. He gives you a hug. Uh-oh. What's up? Wait, is Chizik the mayor? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mayor. It's good to see you, mayor. She's like, it's so glad I love you. I mean, good <laughs> to see you. It's so glad I love you. <laughs> I can't even figure out what I want to say. I'm completely tongue-tied, darling. Okay. All right. Um, sorry. Yes. Um, things have been very different here and i'm afraid to say your father has scared me tira's father's the one who locked us in here yes what has happened to him when we arrived he appeared to welcome us but Jarrett had already warned me i feel so stupid Jarrett had warned me that he was in a dark state and that he wasn't himself but i didn't want it to be true and and when he welcomed us so warmly i just i just accepted it and he let us here and locked us in what has happened to him first of all Good Jarrett told me of your plight. He said that you disappeared inside the delve and didn't see you again, even though your father came back out, and I figured something must be up. I'm very glad to see you. I'm glad you're all safe. He has become very bitter. This magic that they used against us has warped his view on many things. I don't know that I'm there yet, but it is troubling. However, I have seen the good it can do also. You helped us defend Arden once. 
I found my way here, but I don't know if I can get my way out. Tira, you more than anyone knows these tunnels. Can you lead us out of here? I think we need to leave. All right, so absolutely. I'm going to Heavy shod footsteps are coming from that right direction that you went. You hear the sound of multiple dwarven boots coming your way. Um is there a crevice in the wall or should we just duck back inside the room? There's no crevice in the wall. I think However, we go to the left. <laughs> there is the pass- Oh, are we right by the fork? Yeah. Just outside the door, the hallway uh, goes past this right. room. Understood. Yeah. All right. Uh, quickly this way then. And she's going to run into the lead. There well, it's all dark, right? And she's the only one that can see. She's mm-hmm. the only one that can really see in this stretch of hallway. Yeah. yeah. But we can see that there's a light up ahead. You said that there was a light. To the right, way distant. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a light somewhere. To the left, not so much. Tira can see. But the rest of us are just kind of scampering behind her as best we can. Right. So I'm going to kind of re-say. All right, all of you, stay close behind me, put one hand on the wall, and follow me this way. I have a question. I have keen senses. If I spend two side points for that, my eyes and ears become more sensitive. Does my eyesight get any better with this? It gets sharper, but it doesn't allow you to see in the dark. Okay, yeah, got it. I won't, I won't do that. And how bright is my stone? That's going to be a giveaway. It, it gives a bit of ambient light. So yeah, you can see enough to to be there. It would if somebody came around the corner, they would see it. Yeah, you, Farin, you, you, you can hold reach on to up, it. Grab your yeah. stone, put it in your pocket. I have no pockets. No, put it somewhere. Put it in your bra's ear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swallow it. <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. Ah, ooh. All right. So I grab my stone and I put it away. I conceal it somewhere. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Tira, lead the way. All right. We're going to treat this as a skill challenge, which means you will be rolling the dice. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm looking for, this is going to be styled after the fourth edition skill challenge. You're going to roll five times, up to five times. All right. You want to get three- As needed. (laughs) You want to get three successes in those five rolls. You cannot use the same ability more than once. So out of all the stuff you have listed there next to your strength, dexterity, whatever, you can use any oh, of those. All of these yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You can use any of those. And don't worry so much about the details. I'll fill in, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give it the flavor in the text. Uh, you just pick something that seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. And you can include stone cunning with this. Great. You take off down this hallway. Yeah. And you are leading the way behind you. You can hear the less precise footsteps of your companions. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, The boots are crunching on the rock behind you. Stealth. I'm going to do a stealth. Okay. You gesture. Maybe you put a hand on Chizik, who's right behind you. Mm -hmm. You put a hand on his. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the time. (laughs) Carefully. Quietly. 11 plus 2. Total of 13. 13. That is a success. <laughs> yes. Amazingly yes. enough. Cool, cool, cool. The quiet allows you to focus a little bit more on the floor. Just like when you say, shh, do you smell that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it allows you to focus a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you see the, um, the passage up ahead forks. And you have an inkling that maybe you need to go to the right. I'm moving to the right. Follow me. Um, She's not going to use medicine. 
Exactly. Yeah. It, it needs to. It needs to somewhat make sense for the situation. Yeah. No, he was just because I have my finger. No. He was. Like, he was yeah, just, no. He's being silly. Perception. Perception. All right. Go ahead and roll. Fifteen plus two. You get to that fork. Move down. It seems like you're twisting and turning quite a bit. After another ten minutes of movement, there are yawning portals that pass on either side of you that disappear off into crevices and that sort of thing. Here and there, maybe there's an alcove in the wall. It's Visually, it's confusing to you as a dwarf. Uh, this was perhaps one of the older sections of the delve, but you are able to find some newer work and maybe the faintest scratches of sound somewhere off to the right. So that was a success also. Mm-hmm. Did we determine whether or not my whip is always glowing or just sometimes or just that once? It's not just the once. I'm not sure that it, it was glowing. I think to your eyes it was glowing. I don't know that it glows in reality. Okay. All right. Uh, investigation. Go ahead and roll. Uh, 14. You get to where there's another confusing section. This time there are three passageways leading off of a little chamber. And you squat down and run your hands over the floor. And something about the stone just kind of rumbles through your fingers. And you're, you suddenly remember... This way, to the right. This way, to the right. <laughs> <laughs> and there are sounds of conversation coming from that direction. As you remember, this is a stretch of hall that eventually leads to some of the more common areas of the, as in shared spaces of the delve. And you also know that this is where some of the side exits to the delve are. Wish I'd started with a plan. Are we close? Are we close? Also, most notably... The sound of the booted feet behind you is much more distant. Three successes, you have passed the skill challenge, and you have successfully navigated the delve to the point where you can find your way out. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just ahead. I can hear voices. I can't tell who it is, though. We need to be careful. Down a passage to your right is a long gallery, and you remember, Tira, that it looks down on a council hall below. Beyond that, the passage leads to a well-traveled section of the mines that can lead to a way out, and importantly, not the main gate where you're bound to be recognized. As you approach the finely carven pillars of that gallery, several things become apparent to you. Warm firelight flickers in a great hearth a good 50 feet below, where a long table made of dark wood spans the room. Along its length, massive gold candlesticks fashioned in the dwarven style provide additional light. Above the hearth, a massive banner has been unfurled from the unyielding stone. Its crimson field drapes downward, and the firelight picks at gold edging and an emblem that shines dully in the red light from below, that of an interlocking gear and spur. Many figures are seated at the table, all heads are turned to one at the end of the table, standing before the fire. You hear a protesting shriek as he moves a mechanical arm, and Finolf clears his throat. My friends, thank you for answering the call. You are here because each of you has lost something dear in this new scourge of magic, his voice sneers the word, that troubles our lands. Citizens of Arden and family of the Ironstag Delve, your wounds are fresh. To our friends from Flynnmore, welcome. At this, there are polite murmurs. 
others from beyond, your contributions are equally welcome. I have sent word south and west also in search of others who will join our cause. Early reports are promising, but there is much work left to do. Tira, his voice seems uncharacteristically harsh, like stone grating on stone. We take time this evening to share plans for the rooting out and destruction of magic in its every form. By your presence, you state in unwavering terms your belief that it is a dangerous plague that must be eradicated. It upsets the balance of life and makes the world even more uncertain. The only things that are certain are what we can create with our own hands, and so I welcome you in membership to the Order of the Gear and the Spur. And let not any say that I waver in my own resolve. In addition to my arm, lost at the hand of one who wielded these dark arts, I have even this day imprisoned my own daughter and her corrupted companions for their use of magic. They will be led here presently to answer for their actions. An example will be made, but first we feast. The clap of his hard hands rings through the hall and servants bustle out from the dark corners bearing platters of food and ewers of drink. The sudden noise doesn't completely mask a few startled gasps, however. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Holy moly. All right, I'm We so got to s- get out of Dodge. Yeah, no man. kidding. And the other thing, too, is we got to be careful because if we go to Flenmore, we, we just got to avoid all contact with people we don't need to contact at this point. Especially- Maybe we should form Dumbledore's army. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Let's talk experience points. Oh, man. Man, oh man, oh man. Experience. Yeah, I'd like for each of you to take three experience points. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got a quizzical look from Michael, so I just wanted to be sure I'm we're like, on the same page. <laughs> I liked Tira's emotional response. Mm-hmm. Meredith, go ahead and take two. And let's hear it. Norse battle. Um, I liked Wumberbash bringing up the claustrophobia again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had kind of forgotten about that. Yeah, very so him, good. him uh, remembering that and playing on that. Take two. And I do also like Farron being like, trying to hold it together here but any second now yeah <laughs> this is about to go yeah. off yeah take two and then just her <laughs> that was funny. uh any other awards while you're thinking about it first of all uh this is the design that i have in mind and hopefully we can find a better representation of it the one in the box uh, ah yeah so the spur and the yeah the gear and the spur Mm -hmm. and this came to me because i was on a business trip in 2018 2018 just before we started all this Mm -hmm. that summer i went to los angeles for a business thing and um the hotel i was staying in had a mirror by the elevators that basically had that pattern with a mirror mounted in the middle of it Mm mm-hmm and I I stood there. I'm standing at the elevators and the door is open and I'm just standing here staring at a mirror. And I was like, this looks like a symbol I could use in a game. How funny. And from that came all this idea of anti-magic people. Wow. So they just just by looking at the things around you, it was just kind of neat to see that. Um, and I, I believe I posted that picture on our Twitter feed. I went through all the way back to the beginning today and I didn't see it, but I'm hmm. pretty sure it's in there somewhere. But yeah, so I'll try and post a better representation of it on our Twitter feed and hopefully on Instagram too. If you're able to create one quickly in Photoshop oh, yeah. or Illustrator. Illustrator, I mean, yeah, I'd love to yeah, love to have something better. 
Yeah. Any other awards? Um, I like Michael. I mean, I, I know that this is just his ability, Thanks. but I <laughs> no, let me rephrase. I like Michael shrinking down and then using his small voice. Yeah, the small voice <laughs> was a good touch. Yeah, get take another one. I may touch it up a little bit. In, oh yeah, in absolutely. post. Absolutely. <laughs> You'll sound like a smurf. Or a munchkin. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Okay, great. Let's get a recap. All right, Tira is 11 points into level 10. Wow. Womberbash is 25 points into level 10. Hmm. Farron is 76 points into level 9. Congratulations. Yeah, you're making good progress. We're at a very interesting part of the story. Hopefully you're enjoying the game, <laughs> the overall story, and uh, not getting too depressed by <laughs> direction. But I think it all is kind of flowing naturally, so hopefully it's playing well. And stackers, we'd love to hear from you. Again, if you have not yet rated us on iTunes, please take a moment to do that. We'd love to hear from you that way. Also, if you want to check us out on Twitter and Instagram, we are there, at StackoDice. And our email, we're always open for email, stack.o.dice at gmail.com. So until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you here again at StackoDice. Speaking of which, we went inside the Millennium Falcon, and it was awesome. <laughs> Catherine actually piloted the Millennium Falcon. She was terrible. <laughs> no, I was fine. Zave and I were the gunners, and her and Ronnie were the... Uh... Veronica was going left and right, and I was going up and down. Veronica kept going left. <laughs> and, and We were, my... like, hitting stuff. <laughs> yeah, Michael's, like... Michael's in the captain chair going... <laughs> 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 Scream! <laughs>